Something I love most about this season are the beautiful lights everywhere. On my early evening walks, I always take time to appreciate the lights that people have so generously hung. Joyful and quiet stars come to earth, illuminating the long nights. Perhaps because of my artist nature, I have been fascinated with light since I was very young. In fact, my earliest memory is of peering through the bars of a crib, sunlight passing through a lush tree outside the window, delicate patterns of light and shadow dancing on a pale green brocade chair. This captivation with light ultimately led me to leave the New York City area where I grew up and to move to the desert southwest to study art. I remained in the desert for many years. There was a time in my life not too long ago where many external conditions, mental formations, and a distinct lack of skillfulness on my part came together like a great storm, leaving me in a bleak and unrecognizable landscape. I am sure I am not the only one here who has spent time in such a place. Overwhelmed with exhaustion and surrounded by heavy shadow, it seemed I would never find my way out. One day during this time, I came across a new word, Zofishan. Zofishan is a hybrid word rooted in two languages, Arabic and Farsi. In a technical translation, Zofishan means light spreader. But as is the case with so many words, the deeper and more nuanced meaning is not easily translated. As it was explained to me, Zofishan in its greater sense implies an active state of being, radiance, with a particular quality of light that when shared out into the world amplifies the light of others. This word sparked something inside me and I found myself thinking about it over and over. It inspired in me the thought that perhaps an intentional investigation of light might help me find a way out of my dismal situation. At this point, this was as good an idea as any, and the only one I had, so why not? But how to proceed? How would I possibly connect with any concept of light while standing in this place that felt like a very long and cold night? Could I possibly be successful? Putting my questions aside, I decided to begin this investigation by making a list, noting down everywhere I observed light. Desert sunrise and sunset, moonlight on water or snow, shooting stars, glowing fungi, algae, and jellyfish, 
minerals that phosphoresce, aurora borealis, fireflies. Next, I implemented a daily walking routine. On these walks, I collected things that I found on the desert floor. Mesquite pods, dried cactus flowers, feathers, and tiny bones, remnants of desert creatures, baked white in the sun. Back in my studio with my collections, I began to draw and draw and draw. Highly detailed, almost scientific pencil renderings of the collected objects, outlining each drawing in iridescent gold ink. An attempt to render radiance or halos. I spent hours imagining those inanimate objects as sources of pure light. Soon I began filling large canvases with these images outlined in gold as part of my continued effort. The next several months brought many unexpected changes, a move from the vast landscapes of the desert to verdant North Carolina, a new teaching position, a pandemic, and a few other plot twists more typical to daily life. Through all of this, I continued with my project, list-making, observing, walking, and creating those images, outlining them in gold. But in spite of my persistence and determination, the understanding I was seeking felt more elusive than ever. One day, about 10 months ago, through the grace of all things, I found myself at this temple. I remember clearly the moment when I stepped through the doors and into the Dharma Hall. There was the Ilwansang, the golden radiant circle, illuminating the entire space, welcoming me. Hmm, I think I'm in the right place, <laughs> I said to myself. Put this circle on the list. The moment felt significant. A few minutes into the surface, we began chanting meditation. Namu Amitabha. May I take refuge in the infinite light of my true nature. The infinite light of my true nature. Chanting these words over and over, I had a deep realization. Until this moment, I had only been observing light outside of myself, not once considering the possibility of an infinite light that I might carry within, a light that is my true nature. And so I turned my reflection inward. With tiny and tentative steps, I implemented a regular meditation practice. Sitting in quiet stillness, my mind gradually felt more spacious. One day, Reverend Wangong shared some words from Master Sotisan which deeply resonated with me. In the scripture of the Founding Master, Chapter 7, The Principle of Nature, Master Sotisan wrote, 
When the moon rises while a fresh breeze blows, the myriad forms become naturally clear. On the surface, these words seem to offer a formula of sorts. Truth plus practice equals understanding. Maybe. I came to an even deeper consideration of these words after reading this passage from the truth of Ilwansang. Through the light of the void and calm, numinous awareness, the discrimination regarding great and small, being and non-being, appears. The light of the void, the moon rising, the calm, numinous awareness, the fresh breeze blowing. These phrases mirrored each other. By considering these passages through the lens of my new perspective on light, inner light, I understood them to mean that clarity was possible through practice guided by light. Over the subsequent days and weeks, the more time I spent in meditation, the more questions arose. Being as there were too many questions to hold at once, I planted them like seeds, trusting that they would sprout when the conditions were right. Some questions persisted, though. How would I ever comprehend the truth of Ilman? And what were my first steps towards comprehension? I found some guidance in the words of the Founding Master in Doctrine, verse 6. That circular image is a model for teaching the true Ilwan. It is like pointing at the moon with your finger. Your finger is not the real moon. In the same way, a practitioner must discover the true Ilwan through the model of Ilwan's song. Guard Ilwan's true nature and practice Ilwan's perfect mind. Then the truth of Ilwan's song and our lives will mesh perfectly. Reflecting on this passage and thinking back to my first encounter with the Ilwan song, I became aware that the key to understanding the truth of Ilwan would be through contemplation of the one circle image, and that the answer to my question was already apparent. I had actually taken my first steps towards understanding many years ago as a toddler with an affinity for light, mesmerized by the rays of sun pouring through a window. I now understood that throughout all the circumstances of life, light had always been the constant, even in the darkest times guiding me to this moment that was more about returning than arriving, and that the wisdom moon, the Buddha moon, the original light of our true nature, had indeed always been there, shining and leading me on. My heart is filled with immense gratitude for all the myriad conditions, the grace that has brought me here. 
as well as for all of you who make up the Sangha, generously sharing with me your light, your Zofishan, so that mine may grow stronger and brighter. As a token of this gratitude, I would like to offer you a small gift, a reading of a poem by the theologian John O'Donohue. And because I'm a teacher, I'm going to give you a second vocabulary word. Um, <laughs> uh, Kurach is a Gaelic word for a boat that is made out of canvas. It's a very ancient boat. Blessing. On the day when the weight deadens on your shoulders and you stumble, may the clay dance to balance you. And when your eyes freeze behind the gray window and the ghost of loss gets into you, may a flock of colors, indigo, red, green, and azure blue, come to awaken in you a meadow of delight. When the canvas frays at the curve of thought and a stain of ocean blackens beneath you. May there come across the waters a path of yellow moonlight to bring you safely home. May the nourishment of the earth be yours. May the protection of the ancestors be yours. May the clarity of light be yours. May the fluency of the ocean be yours. And may a slow wind work these words of love around you, an invisible cloak to mind your life. Insomnia. <laughs>